Hello and welcome to our One Man and His TARDIS podcast. Today we are talking about episodes we never like or will never want to see again. And would anyone like to start the ball rolling? Should we introduce ourselves first? No. And in case you're wondering who the hell we are, I am Mark. I'm Gemma. I'm Alison. I'm Chris. I'm Lawrence. So, New Who. Oh, episodes of New Who. Long game. Right. I yeah. kind of like it. Maybe it's just because I'm a Simon Pegophile. Wait, what's is, is that right? Pegophile. Just make absolutely sure you pronounce that properly. Very clearly. <laughs> yes, there are two Gs. <laughs> and haven't you got the woman from Black Books as well? Yeah. But the entire thing that episode was sewed on the fact it's Simon Pegg yes. is in it. And then when he was in it, he does nothing. He it's just stands there. Looking smug. It's the whole a time. set up to an episode that comes later. But it's not an episode that comes soon, it's an episode that comes about five or six weeks later. And so you're left okay, so if you watch them close together, that's fine. Then put them closer together. But it it's just well, it's also the there to show that Adam is pants. Yeah. Which therefore means that Rose is fantastic. But excuse me, how is what Adam did tr- sending an answer phone message back in order to try and save his father? I believe was the backstory. Any well, worse than what, what Rose did? Well, when was that? I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. It was something like he downloaded the knowledge to make himself rich, in, didn't he? Well, I don't know. I can't remember where I picked it up from, but there, there was supposed to be something about it, it was the cure for something his dad had or himself. See, that would have made him a lot more likeable. Yes, I would say I that is Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, I'm so sick of that punchline. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the things that we 
it would be nice to get rid of from the tenant era is catchphrases. Mm. No well, more Alonzi Alonzo. Well, you can. Uh, that was blooming. Uh, Mackelson was his fantastic mid-course mm. of slang. Yeah, and but one word everything that didn't fantastic have something people say. I yeah. don't think so because I don't remember saying fantastic mm. until I started. What? Well, Doctor Who came back, and then it was like, actually, that is a really good word. She and now everything is like fantastic. Everything is brilliant. Yeah, and no. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And no, no, don't. Don't, don't do that. No, dear, please don't. <laughs> Just, you know, by all means say these things, but only when they're in context. Do not have catchphrases. What came first, the pool doll or David Tennant? The, <laughs> the pool string doll or David Tennant? Oh, yeah. yeah. Put it, Alonzi, put it again. No, 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 don't do that. I'm so and sorry, I'm so how sorry. often when he says, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, do you actually get the impression he's in the slightest bit sorry? Well, there is that. Never. If oh, you what, go around apologising that much, you cannot be genuinely sorry that amount of times in your life. But what about his, you only get one chance? Apart from when I give you two, two and then three. three. Or occasionally none when I'm in a bad mood. The one thing yeah. I, I do hate about David Tennant, though, is um, his constant, Torchwood, and it's set in 2012. I don't think continuity matters <laughs> when you're dealing with yeah, tiny, whiny, wibbly wobbly stuff. Isn't Torchwood two at Glasgow still there, even if it is one strange oh, yeah, man in true. the basement? Yeah, it's obviously going to be his series. Just next. because Jack's gone doesn't mean Torchwood's gone. I mean, you've still got Gwen, and you've got that woman who was working at Johnson government, Johnson, and you've got yeah. Decker. I think even was, though I don't like him, which was Decker, Decker, the guy, the, oh, the, the creepy guy, the guy in the basement. Coat. He's been studying the. Oh, but he wasn't Torchwood. No, but he was. What, no, but he probably would be now. Mm. Yeah. I think also the worst thing about Fear here, though, is Hugh Edwards. He's the worst thing in the episode. It's more than just it's more than just um, freedom. It's hope and it's love. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it was a bit over. You just think if you Hugh, Hugh Edwards ever talked like that, his career would just go. Would anyone be disappointed then if David Tennant didn't like the Torch to Twenty Twelve Olympics? And whoever, actually, we were saying about talking about music, and Kookaburra brings it mm. back. Whoever told them 
to sing it in a minor key instead because it would make it creepier. Should be shot. Yeah. Because it just sounded like they couldn't sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was a bit too subtle for most people, I think. <laughs> and like, why would this? Right. Okay. This has only just cropped into my head, so it's only kind of half formed as a thought. But this um, thing that takes over the girl, whoever it is, Chloe. Chloe. That's the one. The little alien. Right, it's drawing things and drawing people into things because it wants friends and stuff. Okay, so it's drawing all the little pictures of the other children and stuff, and the world and things because he wants people to be friends with. Why the hell did she draw a big picture of this girl's abusive father in her closet? That's <laughs> that's not a friend. That's a nasty thing. Well, and why, on earth would and you why do it? wasn't it on a piece of paper? When did you last go into your wardrobe and start drawing on the back of the inside? Well, Never. No, I, I, think, um, I think we are too. I feel, I feel sorry for that little alien. I mean, after after all the child actors are going to choose to take over, it chooses the worst ever. Oh, she wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, I love was. you, Chloe Webber. It was, it was just, yeah, it apart was from Webber, it was just <laughs> whispering. <laughs> and another thing, you put the entire world into a drawing, but you're not in the drawing. So how are these your friends? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she was you about to disappear off her own piece of paper, wasn't yes. she? Yes, <laughs> she would in fact have then been all on her own. Oh no, she'd have been in the piece of paper and completely... Does anyone else get the feeling that someone was just watching Penny Crayon? When all the children are returned at the end, you, you get the parents who just basically go, Oh, hello. <laughs> You're back then. You're back then. <laughs> and then they, they kick in, they're playing the football like they're just when they left. I mean, the parents just go, Oh, there you are. All right, then off we go watch the games. <laughs> Yeah. Mind, mind you, there were two bits I did. Well, there was one bit I really liked, which was the sudden, um, oh, look what freak weather conditions we've got. <laughs> because the Olympics are in the summer and we filmed this in the winter. Gosh, it's cold in this road. <laughs> it, it I like the scribble monster. It was good. <laughs> the scribble monster was cool. Yeah. All scratchy and graph like. like. And oh, look, you can rub it out. <laughs> yes. I bet that didn't hurt the poor scribble monster at all, did no. it? No. <laughs> But the thing that would have made it work a lot better was the thing they couldn't afford to do, which was as you went around Chloe's room, all the eyes of everything in the pictures should have followed. Because no. that would have been ultra creepy, but way out of their budget. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Well, the Christmas stories. <laughs> or oh, Voyage of the Dam. That is not how you do a disaster movie pastiche. Pastiche? Pastiche. Homage. That's not how you do a disaster. No, it was a pastiche. <laughs> yeah, pastiche. It should have yeah. been a homage. <laughs> <laughs> homage. I mean, for one thing, you do not kill every single supporting character in exactly the same way. You are inventive with deaths. Yeah, look, they've fallen off something. In slow motion. And also, what an the doctor was. Out of all the people he tries to save, he tries to save Kylie. That's because <laughs> she's pretty, and he is a shallow biatch. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Kylie. Yes, we know you like Kylie, but Kylie? Kylie, that's because you're a red-blooded male. Oh, well, it's pretty much the end when um, the old, uh, what's it, um, Hyson Bucket's husband, Richard Bucket, mm. uh, and he says, can I come with you? The doctor's answer should have just been, no, no you're not a girl, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're not pretty, pretty enough. enough. I like being on my own unless you've got tits. No, sorry, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> he is a bit of a... Why have we not had, like... Well, I suppose we had Mickey. But yeah, for a bit. But not really. Had a male companion. Yeah, it's, it, he's easily forgotten. It's like where was all? There was all that thing. Oh, Martha Jones, the first coloured companion. Excuse me, no. Mickey. Mickey. Mm. 
Yeah. He was yeah. there. For, he was away for an entire story. He left the previous story. Oh, so he came in at the previous story. He left the story after. He was away for an entire story. Yes. He's a companion. Yeah, he was there for the entirety of yes. Girl in the Fireplace. Do not overlook the Mickey. He travelled from story to story in TARDIS. Mm. That is companion. And Which unfortunately means that Joe... Is Joe a companion? Yeah, Joe's a companion. Which one isn't? Liz Shaw is not a companion. Because she does not travel from story to story in the TARDIS. Mm. Katarina? And also she shit. <laughs> and Sarah Kingdom. Yes. <coughs> and debatably Harry, owing to the lack of TARDIS during that season. <coughs> oh, he did, yes. He did travel within the TARDIS between stories. He did. Yeah, they go, the they go into, they go into no, the TARDIS at the end of Robot. At the end of Robot, he uses the TARDIS because he regenerates, well, he has regenerated in that episode, and then Harry's like, well, what are you doing in here? Walks in, and the TARDIS dematerialises, mm, and, and then appears at the start this. of the next episode, which right, is the Cyberman yeah. story, on the space station. And then it's all trying to get back to the space station after the time. That's not, not the Cyberman one, that's the Wirren yes, one. Yes, it's the Wirren one. It's the Cyberman at the end. Yes. Yeah. But he does travel but within yes, the TARDIS. So he has a journey that spans two but then he also travels stories. through the TARDIS back down to Earth when they do the Loch Ness Monster story, doesn't he? Yes. And that's when he stays, when they get back yeah. to Earth, and he goes, no, I think I'll take the car back to London. Wimp. <laughs> I like Harry, though. Oh, I showed off my notch. Yes. Yeah, well oh, done. <laughs> you know stuff. I know stuff. <clears throat> Nothing in series three. Oh, um, Dalek Sec. Evolution oh. of the Dalek. Oh, yes. I forgot about A that. A whole two-parter worth forgetting about. I mean, Daleks take Manhattan, yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I've, got nothing, I've got nothing yet. The first part's fine. It's the second part. Yeah. That fails to live I up to the expectations the set like by the first part. Really yeah. nicely And that's not even that high. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and also the fact that they don't even put any voice effect on Dalek Sec. He needed a voice effect. Why does he suddenly have a New York accent? <laughs> yeah. Inheriting because a New York larynx shouldn't really make that much yeah. difference, should it? It is full of daft things. Um, you know, pigmen. What's the point? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, that one was a, mis a problem because in the previous draft of the script it was explained, but it got cut due to time. Uh -huh. So as a result, distinct lack of explanation. Because is it because we share most of our DNA with pigs and I stuff? I don't think it was that thought through. It was just that happened to be the livestock that were at the nearest warehouse and as a result that was what they started their experiments on before they moved on to people which is fair enough yeah but then when you have people people do not require changing to become slaves you mm. do not have to make them half pig secondly don't the pigmen have trotters for hands therefore immediately kiboshing their uh, any of their use any yeah. of their use unless unless the dialects particularly like bacon yeah I mean, the only the only reason That's you a lot of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason that the Daleks would need slaves is because they would need a species that has opposable thumbs. You give them trotters, no opposable thumbs. It's completely useless. They should bring back the Robo Men in their kinky black plastic yeah. outfits, yeah. or at least the Ogrons. Well, the, uh, yeah. the um, Robo Men in Invasion of the Dal Dalek Invasion of Earth. Yeah. In the black and white, they freak me out. Something chronic, yeah. mm -hmm. especially the bit where they're walking. They kind of. It's shot from above, and they walk out from behind a warehouse, and there are two of them. One slightly in front, and the other slightly behind, and they get into the middle, and then they just turn around. Oh. There's, there's a power <laughs> in moving out. in unison. Yeah. Oh, and the third, and potentially most damning problem with the pigmen, you can't do that to Ryan Carnes. 
<laughs> he's pretty. He is pretty. Leave him be. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I volunteered to do it. <laughs> I wanted to uh, enjoy not being pretty for a while. Oh, uh, so moving on to series four, The Doctor's Daughter. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. That is one I haven't bothered rewatching. I have yeah. to admit. I think the problem with Doctor's Daughter was that there were so many questions. Were they actually going to do an episode that was the real Doctor's Daughter? And it was so exciting to think that they were going to tackle it from a fan's point of view. And then we get there and it's... Explained it, in the first two it's seconds. It's a cop-out. It's a yeah. complete cop-out. I also if it, think if I, wasn't if I didn't, that, if yeah. I didn't think that they were playing us like a fiddle, mm. yeah. <laughs> then I wouldn't mind quite so much. But they're all going, "Who are the doctor's daughter?" Oh, yeah, you just have fans. to wait and see. <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh yeah, he stuck his hand in something, and now he's got a female clone." That's not a daughter. It isn't. That is a, it's clone. a genetic replicant. <laughs> but it uses his. No, it's, it uses all his DNA, but in different orders. Is, is that right? It doesn't oh. use someone else's DNA with it. Should have done him mixed with Martha. Oh, yeah. No, it was Donna trapping with Donna. Time. Should yeah. have been him mixed with Donna. No, but then we'd have had the Doctor Donna thing a bit sooner than we should. No, it, it was Donna and Martha because um, oh, yeah, the, doctor's, she was there. the Doctor's daughter is the second part of Martha's yeah. contribution to Series Four, yes. which is nothing oh. more than her the being why they did they yeah. bother. Yeah. <laughs> Martha's entire contribution to Series Four was to get the straight men in by having her naked and covered in slime. That was it. Exactly. And when she cries over that. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, oh, the thing I sake. the thing I like about the Doctor's daughter is the hat, the aliens. They're quite good. And why is it, and why is it that them and the Fomasi can't be translated? Hmm. The only ones ever anywhere, the hat and the Fomasi. Oh, hang on, and the McGowan's and the Zabi. <laughs> they won't say anything worth listening <laughs> to. Them. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe that's it. The TARDIS has taste. I'm not going to translate this. You don't want to know. It would be interesting if the TARDIS's translation circuits did translate things like cows. Actually, find out what they're talking about. Or dolphins. If Tom Baker had his way, he probably would have by now. Yeah, talking cabbages. What? He wanted to do cabbages and assistant. But Stephen Hawking wasn't available. Oh, there was a line there, Mark, and you just family guide over it. Mark's done a family guy again. Yeah, bring a sweet. <laughs> uh, so I was going to say, I think the only thing that really does let down the Doctor's Daughter is after that little disappointing revelation, the story's just shit. Well, yes. Well, the other yeah, disappointment is that they woke her up at the end. Couldn't they just left her dead? Mm-hmm. I don't think there was much point. Is she due for it's a not spin-off? Be a spin-off. I thought she'd turn up again at the end of series four against the Daleks, but then she didn't. Yeah, it would have been you worth it for that, but put, if you're not going to play together, it the same season, just don't bother. He put together every single loose end of the curtain. He put together all the the companions and most of their families as well. And you just think, well, so everyone, so this is a blatant attempt to tie up all the loose threads before you bugger off and retire and let the Grand Moth take over. And instead you just leave this one huge, great, big, loose end waving around. Well, we don't know yet what could happen in the last two episodes. Well, yes. They but got that, they got that shadow proclamation scene again done properly now. So They've actually got three loose ends, because you've got the Doctor's daughter, well, daughter in inverted commas, mm. you've got what the hell did he do to piss off Queen, Vic- Queen, Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth I. Yeah. That'll be a book Because it's record. David Tennant's Doctor that, pit, that annoys yeah. her. Mm. And River Song, of course. But then River Song, I think, is a plan for when the Grand Moth takes over. 
No, but I reckon I think it's Moff more t- likely to never be exposed. No, yeah, it's when Graham Moff takes over. Yeah. Matt Smith will take over as well. Mm. Yes, and again, yeah. it's it's. But it's, she knows who he is and what he is, so so the love affair can go over. <coughs> lots of the. Mm, the Queen said, lo- "You never looked so if young." Queen, because if never the, seen you looking so young, yeah, never seen you looking so young. So she really? can't Matt Smith. She can't have met Matt Smith. But then maybe she meant like a physical. You. Yeah, maybe Not she's looking deep you. into his eyes. And yeah. Seeing and secondly, if age, if yeah. part of her knowledge of the Doctor is as David Tennant, and part of her knowledge of the Doctor is as Matt Smith, then she would be able to figure out that he what the, the whole. What yeah, part well, of the continuity he is by what his face looks Although, like. Although it's a week to go to film and we still don't know the name of the new girl's character mm. yet. Yes, we do. Mm. We were wrestling, mm. do we? No, no, I read, I read the article, but clearly not very well. No, they haven't really. I don't, haven't remember, really I don't, I don't even remember the actress's name. They start but. filming next week, and so sooner or later we'll see. What I reckon he's going to be running around in David Tennant's outfit for the first few episodes because they left it so late. Do you, do you think the Children in Need episode is going to be the? Um, Regeneration episode. No, because no, they they've still got to do Christmas. Yeah, Christmas and New Year yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. Are they going to preempt it and have Matt Smith in the children? Because haven't I heard somewhere there was some rumour about multiple doctors, but I doubt it somehow. Yeah. I, I think that would have leaked. I think somebody would have taken a critical photo. Mm-hmm. That would have that would have been so over the a Radio spot. Times job. Mm. Unless they're just waiting until nearer the time. Mm. We can make two podcasts. Podcasts up this. No, no, we'll just minutes. no. We'll There's wait. We'll make forty-five minutes. Yeah. We'll do them about forty-five minutes if we go for about yeah. three. Ramble three a bit more. You've got plenty to spare to cut out the, the bits okay. that you need to uh, reserve. Okay. We'll ne- next story, I'd like series four: Unicorn and a Wasp. I like. I like. Mark, Mark, so no, I you're on your own there, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, the wasp, wasp aliens are shite. I've no. I mean, it was the fact that a woman fucked a wasp. I don't. Can't <laughs> he quite wasn't work a out. wasp at the time. Yeah, he was a shape-shifting wasp. And sex-shifting or something, isn't it? And, and they make drugs were legal back had. then as well. <laughs> it's the fact she's so blasé about it. Oh, and he revealed his true form to me, and I thought, I fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she had this thing called love, Mark, which you obviously have never heard of. <laughs> And also, the wasp didn't the wasp stinger get detached halfway through the episode? Does that mean it's lost its manhood now? <laughs> it does, does actually, and then it comes it back stuck in the door. Surprise, surprise, surprise it's got sting. another one. I didn't think they grew new ones. Well, it's it's so well if it's shape shifting, it can take it can manipulate its entire body form. So presumably, it can quite easily just grow a new one. Yeah, fair enough. But then the wasp is its true form, so surely it can't manipulate. Mm that into growing extra bits and although I did admire the cleverness of shoehorning nearly every book title in <laughs> yes. every single one catapulted me out of, of the like credibility of the story the, yeah. I mean, it was like I was going to start counting them off instead of paying attention to the story yeah, it, it is very much one to, it is very much the Doctor Who episode that you play the drinking game Mm. Well, I don't really know a lot of Agatha Christie, so I didn't spot. I, I think I spotted yeah, two. I, I, <laughs> well, I, wa- I watched it with my mum, who spotted a lot more than I did. But did you spot the ginger beer gag? The what? The ginger beer gag. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched it. What was the when, ginger beer when gag? When he's doing the list of things he needs in order to get over the poisoning, um, he he yells ginger beer just as he's bumping into the. Um, gay servant 
Oh, and right. the gay serpent sort of recoils in horror. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's a tiny little throwaway, but I, I thought that was quite uh, <laughs> quite funny. Nice. And and also the old guy in the in the wheelchair and his what the butler saw memories. <laughs> well, right, here we go. Keep going, because I've got another point to raise on <coughs> that, but I've got a final Planet of the Dead. That was the last the special. Oh, yeah, I have to you, say. You don't like that one? I hate it. Oh, I find it so dull and boring. It's a thirty. It's a twenty-five-minute plot stretched out to an hour. I and there's nothing special about it at all for a special. I liked it, except for the fact that once I finished watching it, my entire conception of science was sat in the corner <laughs> weeping. Okay, so you run, so you run around something really fast, and that makes a wormhole on the surface of a planet. There are so many things wrong with this. You know, if that were the case, then the core of every single star in the entire universe, because they spin around at quite a... Uh, a they, lick. A, <laughs> yeah. Would, would mean that there was a, a wormhole to somewhere else in every single... in the heart of every single star. Maybe there is. Maybe. Well, maybe Isn't there is. Isn't that a, a scientific theory, though? Well, no, because you could prove that that doesn't happen. Because if these wormholes in the heart of a star goes anywhere, you would be able to see large chunks of star spilling out into empty space, and you don't, unless each wormhole goes up to, to another centre of another of another star. star. But in that case, black holes can't exist yet because no star would have yet. They would then have have a communal pool of material to burn and so the only way that you would have a black hole is when every single star in the entire universe has depleted its fuel supply so the fact that there are individual stars explode going supernova and turning into black holes means that it can't happen and also the fact that r running around very quickly will not cause a wormhole especially not on the surface it would have to be in the core at the in the center of its reaction and secondly, the fact that running around in the core around will not cause a wormhole. It's daft. It is just science going, I'm going to the pub. I'll be back there's, when you're finished. You are listening to Science on 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my brain's melted now. And all I can think is Lee Evans' pretty performance. Oh, yeah. it was good. Lee Evans annoyed me. Oh, he was brilliant! He was Especially one of when us. he was all yes. Yeah, when he was all being excited, talking to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. Bye." Put his phone down. And then later on, the doctor's like trying to talk to him, and he's like, "Go away!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a nice ironic reversal, but the stereotypical scientist. It's just dull. Yeah, but it's boring, how often? Cliche, no, it's no, 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 no. Because how many other scientists have we seen like that in recent Doctor Who? How many, scientists like so how many scientists like that evil. have you seen in Doctor Who? It might be a very stereotypical thing, but it's something they try and yeah. stay away from. And there are bound to be some scientists Really? Have you not seen Robot? Where the oh. scientist even they're has the crusty hair? Though. Yeah, but they're evil scientists. How many good scientists have you seen? Then again, how many scientists have you actually seen in Doctor Who recently? Actually, I can only think of two. Lazarus, who was wearing a suit, and the master. Um, who clearly doesn't Dawkins in Dawkins? Wasn't Richard Dawkins in an episode? 
Yeah, but he was on the telly talking. Is he a scientist? Because that's what Richard Dawkins does. He just sits around talking. I've never been able to take him seriously. No. Since I saw, I saw an interview. Since he married Romana. Well, yeah. <laughs> I saw a debate interview type thing on a talk show, and it was him and some Catholic bishop or something. And the Catholic bishop was trying to have a, like a actual debate, and Dawkins was pretty much just sat there going, <laughs> "You believe in God?" Yeah. You know, and I was just yeah. like, "You are an absolute twat." Yeah. For, so, for somebody <laughs> who, for somebody who, who's so. Uh, against religious fundamentalism, he is a religious oh, he fundamentalist. Is. He, he is it's just that his religion is religion fundamentalist. Yeah, he's a he's an atheist fundamentalist. Yeah, My, yeah. I mean, he I put he got I went off him when I actually I couldn't be bothered to read his book. I watched the documentary on Channel Four instead, which possibly makes me a bad uninformed person. But it was <laughs> when he was he was standing in Lourdes with a load of old ladies behind him and he effectively went see all those old ladies back there they're all potential suicide bombers because they believe in something irrationally and you think no no you're a retard (laughs) going back for a moment to Planet of the Dead oh no why let's talk about aristocraties (laughs) aristocracies who the hell is that Another thing that annoyed me was the the doctor's inconsistency. Well, because yes. one minute he's oh I think I owe Martha a favour. I think I'll get her a job with my dear friends at Unit. Then it was oh Martha, what have they done to you? These horrible people. They've made you into a suicide bomber, trying to blow up the world. And then it's these two boys on the bus. Do you have a job? Yeah. Can I recommend you to my friends in Unit? Yeah. Let <laughs> your blooming mind up. <laughs> but then, like as I've frequently said today, mainly because we've been doing a lot of talking, the Doctor is of questionable sanity. <laughs> it's quite possible that he is quite easily just overriding his own thoughts. <laughs> I think that might be a good place to leave it. Okay, we'd like to thank you to listen. Okay, we'd like to thank you to listen to one man and his TARDIS. I'm oh Mark. <laughs> I'm not doing that, but I'm Gemma. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no, I'm Alison Trent. And I was Christopher Nichols. And I was Lawrence Duncan. Good night. Well, I still am. Yeah. <laughs> or good morning. Or afternoon. Oh, uh, and for those of you who are living alone, don't look behind you! <laughs> don't it. turn around, for God's sake! That's it. <laughs> Top the level. <laughs> <laughs>